Supercharged, a podcast focusing on renewable energy and the passion behind the movement. Supercharged is a thoughtful journey through renewable energy sustainability and an integrated lifestyle. Subscribe and listen each week as we chat with thought leaders, influencers, and those who simply choose to live a better way. And hopefully along the way, you too will be inspired to live Supercharged. This is Kevin Pro with another episode and an exciting episode of Supercharged Podcast about sustainability and the why behind it. And I have a very, very special guest today, Amanda Blair Davis. Amanda, thanks for joining us on Supercharged. Thank you so much, Kevin. I'm so happy to be here. We have already, I'm, I'm already broken out into a sweat because of the pre-chat. She almost <laughs> made, the, made my head explode with some of the things that she was sharing already. I am so anxious to give her the mic, but Tell our listeners a little bit about Amanda. Yeah, of course. So uh, I am a B2B marketing expert. I've been in the industry for 15 years. I've had uh, the pleasure of working for some of the world's biggest companies from Universal Music Group, obviously the world's most recognizable record label, um, to International SOS, the world's biggest global travel risk management company, to Alliant Capital, one of uh, one of the country's biggest affordable housing tax credit syndicators. So um, my marketing career has really focused on um, the B2B space. But as a part of that, starting, gosh, five, six years ago, now I got to deep dive into sustainability. And uh, that's one of my, my areas of expertise. I knew that, that uh, I mean, I, I love the idea, the kind of the intersection of businesses, sustainability. I would really like to drill down on that a little later in our podcast, but I would like to get more micro right now. So how would you, outside of your, you know, your nine to five or your, <laughs> in your case, is maybe like six to six because you're an entrepreneur, but tell me a little bit about how you would just break down. How do you define sustainability? Uh, it's such a good question and such a complex one to talk about because it is so defined um, by differently by so many different people. For for some people, it means net neutrality, right, or um, carbon emissions, or you know all of these other things. And then for others, it's you know what can you do today to help uh, save the planet, whether it's recycling. Um, or, or anything like that. So it really is such a broad scale of things. What is sustainability? Um, and so, you know, from my view, I think of what is it personally to me, what choice can I make today to help tomorrow? Um, you know, there are people who will tell you that the earth is not going to be here <laughs> in X number of years. Um, so what can I do today? To help ensure that that we make it another day, and and that to me is my my personal definition of sustainability. So, what was the what was kind of the motivation? I mean, and and this is this is it sounds almost like a trick question or or, or an unnecessary question, but you know nobody wakes up and and makes the decision how can I how can I litter today? You know how can I destroy the planet? <laughs> you know that's that's not our motivation, but. What is your personal why that, I mean, it sounds like you've got kind of an extra gear here, you know, that, that it really drives you. So what's, how would you define that from a personal standpoint? You know, I actually didn't have one to start, um, you know, 
part of it was, it was kind of thrust upon me in my job and I developed an interest in it. So I think the why became understanding um, the impact after I had already started working on it. Um, I was not an avid recycler. Um, You know, I I didn't know much about anything until I had the opportunity to work at it um, through the work that I was doing at the time. Um, and so when you see, when you start to see real time, the passion of others, who's this has been their livelihood, this is their life's work. Then you go, wow, okay, I'm actually working on some really important stuff. So for me, it developed over time. So if you had to really drill down and say, okay, so I, I learned about it. I read some things. I kind of took some data on board, but what was the, what was the, can you, can you, I guess, nail down to like one trigger that said, this was my aha moment. Yeah. Yeah. So in the world of marketing, you know, our, our thing is I get up every morning and I'm thinking, okay, what content am I going to write? What am I going to post on social media? Am I going to send an email here and there? And I never once thought when I got into marketing, I I picked marketing because it was stable, right? And I was like, anything happens, we're going to need marketing. And I just kind of closed my eyes and put my finger out and was like, all right, that's where I'm going. And so to think, you know, as I started working on it, to think that by getting up and doing what I'm doing, by getting up and pressing that button that sends that email somehow, some way what I'm doing in my field impacts someone else and makes their life better. That is incredibly appealing to me because I never thought that I would get into marketing to make a difference. I got into marketing purely for self-defense, right? So this whole, there's this whole like subculture of do well by doing good um, that has emerged recently And that was a bit of the trigger for me, to be quite honest, was that by doing what I do, by doing what I'm good at, I could actually still make a difference. You know, I was working uh, for an affordable housing firm. So I was their head of marketing. And at one point I was highlighting one of the deals that they had closed and it was affordable housing for veterans. And it was this whole group of veterans that did not have housing. And this was the first time that this city, I think it was Plano, Texas, um, they they were giving dedicated housing to veterans who had been injured in combat. And I went, wow, this is the definition of doing well by doing good. Yeah, yeah I, absolutely. I, I mean, I love that. And it's it is the I guess the awareness that that what you know, the, what you're doing, you know, vocationally has an impact on sustainability even more broadly and, has, and really has a broader impact than just your own kind of circle of influence that you're there with. But are there, are there things that you have, you know, once that light bulb, you know, moment came on that are there things that you've done in your personal life that are, you know, that you would say kind of fall in this sustainability field? I mean, you know, from making your own clothes to recycling, I mean, I could list all the main things, but are there specific things that you, that you've kind of taken on board? Yeah. Um, I wish that I could make my own clothes. I really do, but <laughs> they would not look very good. Uh, and I don't think they would be suitable for but you are uh, a rock star consumption. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, definitely my husband and I recycle. Um, so we have two separate bins, although, you know, I'm not convinced. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it's like in other States, but in California, I have seen them dump the recycling bin and the trash bin into the same 
Ben, third Ben. Uh, so I'm not convinced, but that said, you know, having worked in housing and having worked in sustainability, um, I make it a point to donate to initiatives that either support housing for all, support diversity for all and equity for all um, through my business. So I'm an agency owner of Hudson Davis Communications. We've signed up um, as a part of the UN contract for commitment to diversity and equity for all. Um, so there are things that you can do on other levels, um, you know, for those who don't have the resources to, to do certain things, you can uh, make a stance and show your commitment in other ways. As, does that have any impact on how you're viewing, say, nature? Like when you get out in nature, is that the things that you've learned kind of through, you know, vocationally, is there, is that changed how you even view the planet? It has drastically. Um, and, you know, I will say one thing that has really, really changed it is uh, my, my partner, my husband is from Africa. And so the, the nature there is, I mean, talk about endangered species and hunting that happens there. It's, it's much more um, prevalent. And so, you know, listening to him and understanding, you know, I live in Southern California, just outside of Los Angeles. So all I see are cars and traffic. I don't see the impact of my choices, whether it's the car that I drive, I don't necessarily see it on animals because you don't always see birds or, or other animals, but he does. And so he can communicate that. Um, so my, my views have changed quite a bit. Um, and the urgency that I feel towards taking action, um, has changed quite a bit. So I, I've, I've kind of like spent a little time in kind of the micro sense of things, uh, your home life, business life, whatever. I'm, I'm anxious to hear a little bit more about background and like the, some of the initiatives you've been involved with that, you know, maybe have more of a broad reach, broad appeal, um, UN related. So let's, let's touch on some of those things that, that, uh, even through your work, you've had opportunities to work with. Yeah, sure. Um, so I was working for International SOS. So I was their head of marketing for North and South America from 2017 through 2019 or so. Um, and through that, you know, one day, uh, one, <laughs> one of the people I was working with said, hey, we're starting this new sustainability initiative. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm in. Like, I'm so eager. Um, and so International SOS, through the nature of the work that they do, um, they're deeply connected with the UN and um, different government agencies and, um, you know, global resources, right? So they already had a plug into the UN. So I kind of joined this sustainability project that they were working on. And that was my first introduction to the UN's um, SDGs. They call them the Sustainable Development Goals or mm -hmm. SDGs. And so the UN has sort of set this framework that says we have these 17 goals and each goal has specific subsets that they want to reach by 2030 to help, you know, preserve the planet and, and foster equality for all. And so, you know, what my role was, was, so the clients of international SOS are fortune 500 companies. I mean, all the big guys you can think of, they're, they're clients of international SOS. And so, you know, being in marketing for North and South America, it was my job or part of my job to help these companies understand what they're doing and how that relates back to these sustainability goals. 
So how do I map that back? How do I share both within my company and outside of my company? How do I share what I'm doing? Am I doing something that qualifies, right? So it's interesting because you've got these these global um, initiatives, right? So these agencies have kind of said, this is a global standard, right? A sustainable development goal, or there's something called the GRI, the Global Reporting Initiative. And so those are two different agencies that have said, these are global standards that we need to, not adhere to, they're more of a framework. Um, And so a, a big part of my work was to help organizations all over North and South America really understand how to build out a framework for themselves that maps back to these things so that they can say, by having this program or by doing this, I am achieving this. And I'm not just saying it to beat my own chest. This is an actual thing that this outside agency has said will actually make an impact. So I worked on that project for two years uh, on to Align Capital and was their head of marketing for just about two years. And they work in affordable housing and they had never heard of the sustainable development goals. They just knew, you know, we're, we're creating housing for people. We must be making an impact somewhere. Mm. And I said, aha, my, <laughs> my experience comes back to haunt me. And I said, well, there are these things called the sustainable development goals and you can actually map what you're doing back to SDG 11. Sustainable Development Goal 11 is sustainable cities. And part of that, the UN, what they've done is very clear. So what they have said is, as a part of making sustainable cities, you have to meet this criteria and this criteria and this criteria. So they make the criteria very clear. And so I showed them, as a part of the low-income housing tax credit program, you are helping foster sustainable cities. Why don't we map your program back to those things? So each one of the 17 goals has a different focus. Um, Are there any gardens in the properties that can help towards other goals? Um, We had, they have, uh, and they're still a client of mine today. So if you hear me say we, uh, I still do represent them on the marketing side. Um, They have buildings that are LEED certified. Great. That helps back and and map you back to one of the sustainable development goals. They have properties that are, totally on their own water and their own elect- like energy. They don't take from outside resources at all. And this is also mm-hmm. affordable housing for, you know, for people who make uh, less than 60% of the area median income. So they're really making an impact, but they didn't know how to communicate it. So I came in and said, okay, let's write a sustainability report. Let's, you know, have you join these um, and, and really help write out impact reports. And since I started there, I started there in 2019 and I left uh, May of 2021, the topic of impact investing in the financial space, in the business space has absolutely exploded. I mean, you can't talk to anybody in that space without three words in, they're talking about impact investing and what are you doing? So investors, you know, business, I think itself has caught up to to the topic of sustainability and the way it's doing that is through impact. And they're saying, okay, well, I as a business can invest in something and that's how I can make my impact. Even if I can't recycle or I can't do this or I'm not gonna do this or I can't show um, you know, a reduction in carbon emissions. In travel, can you imagine how difficult it would be to show 
the reduction in, in carbon emissions via an, an airplane ticket, like that becomes really difficult, but there are now emerging these other ways that businesses can show their commitments. Through like carbon offsets, are you talking about, or are you talking about just almost a completely unrelated pathway? Completely unrelated pathway. Um, there are projects coming out now that are so exciting and I'm under an NDA, so I can't talk about them now, but uh, we'll have her back on in six months out. to talk about stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the, the stuff that's coming out and that I'm seeing in business, I think really the important thing here is that business is finally now keeping up with people's personal initiatives to commit to a more sustainable future. I, I do believe that there's like a, a social demand on businesses to, to adjust and to, and to kind of get with the program. And you, you can even see that like, you know, sometimes it's used almost pejoratively, the idea of a kind of a social score, you know, or a social impact score or whatever. And, and um, I'm probably using the wrong terms, but you, you kind of get the idea of what I'm talking about. But, you know, how do you rate businesses on, on how they view these things and how they respond to these things and, and the initiatives that they you know, will take on. And I mean, even websites, I mean, you, you see the, this website has a, has a green certification, you know, on it or something like that. I'm thinking that, that is, that is going to be more and more prevalent, you know, in the, in the very near future. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first and foremost, we're talking about recruitment and retention. That is a major thing, right? Because as a yeah. social initiative, it's a benefit for me if I'm joining an organization that cares. Right. Um, and really you brought up an amazing point, which is how, how can you say I am, or I am not participating in this, right? Cause people want to know your clients want to know your employees want to know, and there is no, I mean, there are the global standards, right? There are the, the global goals, but there is no universally recognized because every industry, every business is so different and their mm. participation and what they can do is so different. And so I think sometimes where people individually and where businesses struggle is I don't know where to start. Um, and there is no easy, identifiable, accessible way for me to find out what I can do. Um, and that's where I think a lot of people are now just now starting to catch up, um, but it really is, there is no sort of easily identifiable standard. Right, right. I, that, that's a, that is a wonderful segue into my next question. It's the, because I was gonna <laughs> ask you, are there, are there, and that wasn't even a plan. So I was gonna ask you, are there, are there specific resources that you would, that you would um, encourage business owners to, to look at? Are there websites, are there books, are there you know, videos? What are, what are some, some of the resources that you would recommend to someone that wants to take this on? Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, uh, the UN Sustainability Development Goals. If you type in UN SDGs, those will come up. Um, and they're, they, they've done an excellent job of communicating what the goals are um, for each and what the um, required actions are to sort of check, check the box that say, yes, I meet this criteria. Yeah. Um, uh, there's um, uh, <laughs> IIN or GIIN, which is the Global Impact Investing Network. Um, so that's a good one. There's the GRI, the Global Reporting Initiative. Um, and if you just Google these, like they splatter them kind of all over their homepages. Um, and then really, you know, I think it's beneficial, truly beneficial for businesses to bring in some sort of consultant 
truly yeah. not just to like to my own horn, but you know, to, ha- to have somebody who really understands it and who's worked in it um, to, to help show you what you can do and where things make sense. You know, if, if you're able to take on that resource, it's something that I, I highly recommend. I mean, I hope that this conversation is the first of many because we have literally just scratched the surface on on the, what's inside that head of yours that that you could I'm sure you could talk about this literally for hours, maybe even yeah. days. I mean, just continue to yeah. respond to questions. But I, I want to just kind of close today by just reminding you of something you said really early that just kind of really stuck out. Uh, just the whole idea of, of doing well by doing good. I mean, what a, if, if we take nothing else away from, from the, the conversation today, I mean, our, our listeners, I want you to really kind of zone in on that and just really camp right there for just a moment because it has such broad application, not just personally, but in your business and in the community. I mean, it, it, virtually anywhere you would like to apply this, this would, this would have an impact. Man, is there anything that, that uh, you just want to close us out with today? You've given us so much good stuff, but is there anything that you just want to close with right now as, as we're as we're wrapping up and maybe let people know where the best place to find you online? Yeah, um, just to wrap up, you know, I sustainability as a whole can be a bit overwhelming, both personally and professionally. I think a lot of people are hesitant to get started because they don't know where to start and it can be really, really overwhelming. Um, there are resources. So whether it's a resource like myself or resources that you find online, I just encourage people, if you don't know where to start, you know, I'm happy to help anybody um, who, who doesn't know where to get started and point you in the right direction. There are resources um, and just a small step really does make a big difference. Um, you can find me at Amanda Blair Davis on all the things and my business Hudson Davis communications. We've just been recognized by the, the Los Angeles times. We're the fastest growing agency in LA. Wow. And I was just nominated as one of the top three. Thank you. Top three CEOs in LA. So I'm really excited. I'm super proud of us. Um, and I'm looking forward to it in such a short period of time too. I mean, it, it's, it's amazing the growth that you've experienced and just the, the whole idea behind the, you know, the things that you've got going on and, and, uh, yeah, we want to have, uh, your South African friend on here with us next time as well, because he, he's like, he, he's the, the point counterpoint of everything that she says. And he, he sits there and agrees a lot. Absolutely. So. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he puts the, the Hudson and Hudson Davis. So exactly. Uh, I'll look forward to that. Yeah. Well, it's HudsonDavisCommunications.com. And Amanda, thank you again for just chatting with us today and, and uh, really educating us, educating us uh, much more broadly on things that matter and how to live a different way. Amanda, have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for having me, Kevin.